Ladies and gentlemen, happy Sunday and welcome to your weekend wrap up. Hello, beautiful bell ra- breakers. You almost like missed what you were saying. I did. I almost said like rakers. Rakers? <laughs> rakers. Bell rakers. rakers. Bell rakers. There you go. That, that's only that's only big in Europe. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. How's everybody doing? How's your weekend going? Have you enjoyed your week? Has it made you want to blow your brains out yet or just go into the woods and uh, live yeah. like uh, Ted Kaczynski? Because basically, I think every week for the last like couple of years, it's just like one step closer to going full blown. Yeah. No pun intended. Full blown Ted Kaczynski minus the bombs. Right. Yeah. See, I don't know. Did you Most ever days. did you ever read um, his like manifesto? No, you were telling me about it though. Yeah, I I listened to it on audio. I think I got through all of it, but yeah. Like for the most part, I agree with everything the man says, yeah. minus like blowing people up. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say I support blowing up government buildings or anything or right. like the symbols of the things that you are against, but when it comes to like harming civilians or right. even harming the people of the government that you hate so much, I, I, I can't support that by any stretch. Right. But, yeah. But when it comes down to, like, his views on how technology is going to pretty much enslave us, I mean, yeah, look at us we now. We see it. That was, like, what, 30, 25, 30 years yeah, ago? about was, 25 years ago. Yeah, it was, like, 90, like, early 90s, yeah. wasn't it, when he, they caught him? Yeah. So it was, like, 30, 35 plus, then within that 10-year span. Yeah. And he had no idea what we'd be at sitting at right, right now. So. Yeah. Could you imagine if uh, Elon Musk was in his heyday during that? He, you could have recruited him and made something really good of Ted Kaczynski. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But um, mm. I think Ted Kaczynski would have hated Elon Musk because he represents all like the yeah. <laughs> like push forward in technology. Right. And th- but and stuff. but his, his, his tagline is he's trying to do it before Bill Gates and those guys get a hold of it and ruin it well i think so. bill gates is on a he's on his, right yeah, now. he's on his way down so yeah. maybe he's not the best example yeah <laughs> i mean maybe three weeks ago yes but not so much now yeah but like i was saying though like the stuff he was saying now if you apply it to today it's just mm-hmm. so much more true oh, yeah go out and read his manifesto i know a lot of you are like oh my gosh it's a serial kill not really a serial yeah, killer you didn't serial really bomber. Kill yeah serial bomber he, i mean a couple of people died i think yeah but, unintentionally um did you ever watch the movie i did yeah it has what's the guy's name who was in um he's the blonde british guy oh shit i can't think of his it's name not daniel craig no he was in uh he was in um, a Knight's Tale, which I don't think you've seen. He was Jeffrey Chaucer oh, in A Knight's Tale. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. Yeah, I can't think of his name, though. But, he, I mean, he did fantastic. He's one of my favorite yeah. actors. I don't know where I got off on this, but... Oh, it was because every week I just want to go live in the woods <laughs> in a little box. Yeah. Because I live just want to get... a peaceful life. Yes, exactly. Um, so here we are. Another week's down. Yeah. Another <laughs> more... A whole week of bullshit. I mean... Uh, there, uh, there, when we come and try to find out what like organized stuff, uh, it's not hard. T- <laughs> it's not hard to find stuff, but sometimes it's just like you, you, you feel like you're like schizophrenic, where, where your brain's all over the place because right. there's just so much yeah. scattered around, and it's hard to like put together a show because there's just so much going on. So. Right. Yeah. And so we, yeah, we really gotta like pick and choose. Yeah, we gotta find. We gotta focus. So it a so many rabbit holes to yes. go down. So how's everybody doing? Once again, um, 
we're here to break down your week because that's why we started the second show is just to kind of break down all the bullshit. Yeah. Because we want to focus our main episode on like a specific topic and yeah. then there was always so much going on. So this is where we talk about all that shit that's yeah, going we, on. We throw in all the, the international stories, all the stuff, maybe like a little update on something we talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, just like just all the little BS stories that pop up that, you know, you may have missed, may 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 have just glanced at and didn't think much of. Well, we're, we tie it all together here. Right. Before we get into all that, though, um, we got to mention our coffee fix of freedom, which is run your mouth coffee once again is the official coffee of the Break the Bell podcast. Um, if you haven't checked them out, check them out at rymcoffee.com. It's a coffee company, small business that actually came to be during the, like the shutdowns yeah. and stuff, which is which is, is good. It's impressive. a good thing. Yeah, um, check them out. They support free speech. That's their main goal is to support free speech and get you some delicious coffee delivered Absolutely. to your door. RYMcoffee.com. Um, enter the promo code Break the Bell to tell them we sent you, and you will get a discount of 10% off your order plus free shipping. Do that now. RYMcoffee.com. Get some tasty coffee. I know it's getting warm out, but is it ever too warm for coffee? No, no. Co- I mean, coffee is an annual thing. You're year round. Year round. I mean, you can make iced coffee with it if you yeah. if that's your preference or whatever, but. Um, I don't care what time of year it is. I'm going to get up in the morning and enjoy a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. And why not support freedom and free speech at the same time? Exactly. If you love uh, coffee as much as you love free speech, go to rymcoffee.com and check them out. Well, let's get into the show, Bill. Let's do it. Let's do First, it. Uh, I wanted to ask you, because uh, I don't think we, we haven't, we've been so busy we haven't really talked about it. How's baseball season going for you? It's not going too bad. Like the Cardinals have a really strong team this year. They yeah. have, they have to tighten up quite a bit though. Mm-hmm. Like they are at the top of the Central Division of the National League, th- which, I I mean, when we were, when it first started, they were at the very bottom, and people were like, "Oh my God, they're doing so terrible this year." They were like second from the bottom, but mm-hmm. at that point, there was like. 15 games had been played right, and yeah. like the difference between the top and the bottom was like three game three wins or something and they yeah. shot to the top like immediately that's cool but they're also number one in like most walks this year really <laughs> so i mean they came out with a really strong bullpen and some people got injured and now they're kind of scrambling and okay. so i think they're losing some games to to some some serious pro like Little minor problems that turn into big things. Okay. Like, the other day they played the Cubs, which, fuck the Cubs. Um, if you're a Cubs fan, I'm sorry, but fuck the Cubs. Um, and the whole game looked pretty solid. They were down by, like, one point. And then the eighth inning hit, and it's like they forgot how to play baseball. Right. There was, like, two critical errors and, like, four walks. The bases were loaded during some of those walks, just giving them points. And yeah. it got went from, like, three to four to, like... 3 to 13 or something by the end of the game. And then the next the ninth inning they came out and it was three three batters up, three batters down just like it's just like oh, they remember how to play baseball. Can we right. just scratch the eighth inning? <laughs> and, yeah, right. And so it's it it's been a good season. I think they have a really strong team. They just need to tighten their shit up a little bit. Yeah. So Yeah. That's yeah. that's good. You know what I hate? Hmm. Is sports fan pages on Facebook. Oh, I know. They I can't stand them. How do you say that this is your team when all you say is, yeah. we need to fire this coach yeah. or we need to fire this guy? Why do we still have this guy? Yeah. Fuck that guy. I mean, there was one pitcher 
one of their closers, I had seen somebody post, like, really, this is the best closer we got, and blah, blah, blah. And this guy, in the eight games he had pitched at that point, he had lost zero. He was 8-0 huh. for the, – the Cardinals were 8-0 for games that he had um, closed in. And he had given up zero runs at that point. It's like, what else do you fucking want? Yeah, right. The guy, yeah, he's they doing won, his job. Yeah, they won every game, and he's given up no runs. What What else do you want out yeah. of him? So it's just, like, so nitpicky, and I mm-hmm. I don't know why I still have him on Facebook. It's just fun to watch people bitch, I guess, but yeah. it just pisses me off because I enjoy the game whether they're winning or losing. Right, so. yeah, absolutely. I did find out this week. You got me going. Sorry, sorry. You got me going. <laughs> I did find out this week because – I like to I don't watch entire games every night because yeah. I do have a family and kids, but right. I do like after they go to bed I'll click on a game or mm. like watch highlights and stuff. So on an off night this week, nothing was going on. I was like, I wanna watch baseball. So I think I texted you, I was like, I need to find another team to mm. pay attention to. So I clicked on the Dodgers game because former like all star of the Cardinals, um, Albert Pujols just got released from the Angels and went to the Dodgers. So I wanted to see how he's doing. As soon as I turned it on, he came up to bat and smacked his first home run for the Dodgers, which was cool. Yeah. But I did find, I understand why people can't get into a, a baseball game if they don't love a specific yeah. team, because I couldn't sit there and watch an right. entire game of a team that I have no investment in. So yeah. I, I think I watched like two or three innings and fell asleep. And yeah, I mean, it's still interesting, but it's right. not like I can sit there and I, I don't know all the players and what they're going to do or yeah. how they're going to respond and stuff. So. Yeah, no, I, I I'm the same. Usually, I'll put it on like a football game on mm-hmm. if the Steelers aren't playing. I'll, I'll just basically put it on for like background noise, right, you exactly. know. And I'll have it on, and I'll, I'll just kind of like kind of watch, but I'll be doing, you know, I'll be reading or I'll be like drawing or just doing other stuff while that's going on in the background. Yeah. So that's that's our sports news for this week. <laughs> Let's get into what's really going on in the news. Even though I'd rather just watch sports all week than it makes pay life attention simple, to shit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, so. I hate coming back to the same things all the time, yeah. like COVID or right. like Bidenisms or or <laughs> things like that or right. Black Lives Matter, which hasn't we haven't really talked about no, Black Lives Matter no. much, but though like Not the yet. same topics that always come up. But you jinxed us. It's going to be the next story. Oh, next I'm sure. Week. <clears throat> but obviously, COVID is going to continue to come up because it just won't freaking go away. Yeah. And we talked, I think, last week or the week before about the changes that the CDC right. has made. Yeah. I think we've talked the last two weeks. It's yeah. like one week they'll well, make they th- these changes, and then the next week yeah. it changes again. Yeah, they, they've been rapidly changing s- their science, and mm. s- I mean, so quickly. I mean, it's just, it's, it's almost a joke now. Well, here is, uh, on in line with them changing their science, I found this one incredibly interesting. Apparently... The CDC has changed its testing thresholds since the vaccine came out, so they basically have eliminated any new case among the vaccinated. Hmm. I haven't read this article yet, but that pisses me off well, already. Yeah. Because we already said, we said about a year ago that their testing is just ramping up, like making mm-hmm. them look right. like like if there's any trace yeah. of the COVID virus, you have COVID and right. you count as... Yeah. And, and so when Trump comes out and he's like, well, of course there's going to be more cases, you're testing more, and everybody made fun of him and... Like, oh, then we'll just stop testing people, you know. And but when you're cooking the books, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of true. And this one here, this is from zerohedge.com. This says they're cooking the books again. So I'm going to pull this one up for you all to see. This is titled Caught Red Handed 
CDC changes test thresholds to virtually eliminate new COVID cases among the vaccinated. Says new policies will artificially deflate breakthrough infections. So we had policies that artificially inflated them. Now we're changing those policies to artificially deflate them. If you want to know exactly the same numbers, you have to do the exact same thing to see right. what's right. effective. That's science. It's that's like, an experiment. That's the first thing you learn. That's science 101 when you're doing experimentation. Yeah. You have to have a control. Consistency. Like controlled. Yes. <laughs> Something's got to be controlled there, so yeah. you can um, use that as your reference point. Right. It's like when you're working out and trying to lose weight. And I tell this to um, anybody I talk to that's trying to lose weight. They get on the scale like after dinner, and they're like, oh, I, I weigh six pounds more than I did yesterday morning. I'm like, but you're weighing yourself at different times of the day. Right. Yeah. If you want to see true results, you have to weigh yourself at the same time right. every day. Usually what I would do is... First thing in the morning when you get up, you haven't yeah eaten anything, <laughs> eaten like a buffet or something right. like that. Um, pissed. You haven't <laughs> taken your morning shit or whatever. Right. Um, but it has to be like semi-controlled, the same time, yeah. the same like. Otherwise, um, other factors are going to come into play. So yeah. that's just my, I guess, workout um, advice to all of you. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, one of those people that wants to weigh yourself every day, which is stupid in my yeah, opinion. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't base your 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 fitness on your weight no you should if you are going to do anything maybe like every monday morning like once a week just mm -hmm. to see where you're sitting um not every day because you're just going to get discouraged when <laughs> you go up like 0.3 pounds <laughs> which is is stupid but um every the same time every day like yeah. like i said control like there's got to be a controlled area there to base yeah. things off of back to this though they're changing the line so right. <laughs> that they can uh, inflate or deflate the numbers as needed. Let me get rid of this fucking video. It says the U.S. Center for uh, Disease Control is altering its practice of data logging and testing for, for COVID-19 in order to make it seem the experimental gene therapy vaccines are effective at preventing the alleged disease. They made no secret of this, announcing the policy changes on their website in late April, early May, though nat naturally without admitting the fairly obvious motivation behind the change. The trick in their report of what they call breakthrough infections, that is people who are fully vaccinated against uh, SARS-CoV-2 infection, but get infected anyway. So they're, they're talking about fully vaccinated people that get infected anyway. Right, right. Says essentially COVID-19 has long been showed to those willing to pay attention to be an entirely created pandemic narrative built on two key factors. False positive tests, the unreliable PCR test can be manipulated into reporting a high number of false positives by altering the cycle threshold value. Inflated case count, the incredibly broad definition of COVID case used all over the world lists anyone who receives a positive test as a COVID-19 case, even if they never experienced any symptoms. Mm. So they could have the infected like the virus on their skin or something or whatever right. in their nasal cavity, never get infected with it, but it's being counted as a case. Right. Yeah. So that's where they got the inflated, artificially inflated okay. numbers back a year ago. Right. Without these two policies, there would never have been um, appreciable pandemic at all. And now the CDC has enacted two policy changes, which means they no longer apply to vaccinated people. Firstly, they are lowering their CT value when testing samples from suspected breakthrough infections. 
From the CDC's instruction for state health authorities on handling possible breakthrough infections uploaded to their website in April, they said, for cases with a known RT-PCR cycle threshold, uh, submit only two... Submit only specimens with CT value of less than 28 to CDC for sequence. Sequencing is not feasible with higher CT values. I don't know what any of that means. But it says throughout the pandemic, CT values in excess of 35 have been the norm with labs around the world going into the 40s. So they're changing whatever that value right, is. Yeah. And, you know, if we if we were doing this podcast when I was still doing biology a couple years ago, I, I probably might have had a clue. Tell you exactly. Because uh, all those terms sound very familiar. <laughs> but now they're just out the window. Exactly. Essentially, labs are running as many cycles as necessary to achieve positive results. There you go. That's what you're talking about, Trump saying that we're testing too much, which is why we're getting these results. So it's like they take the same sample and test it over and over and over Mm -hmm. until they get a positive. Yeah. Despite experts warning that this was pointless, even Fauci himself said anything over 35 cycles is meaningless. But now and only... For fully vaccinated people, the CDC will only accept samples achieved from 28 cycles or fewer. That can only be a deliberate decision in order to decrease the number of breakthrough infections being officially recorded. So they're taking Trump's advice now. Yeah, and testing less. Probably only for people who are vaccinated, I'm sure. Secondly, asymptomatic or mild infections will no longer be recorded as COVID cases. Wow. Yeah, so both of those things that inflated the numbers, they've gone in... Done That's a full 180 turn. Completely ridiculous. Yes. What what site is this? This is uh, Zero Hedge. Let's see, you won't hear this on regular news. Probably not. No. says, that's right. Even if a sample collected at the low CT value of 28 can be sequenced into the virus alleged to cause COVID-19, the CDC will no longer be keeping records of breakthrough infections that don't result in hospitalization or death. So they don't even count as cases unless you're hospitalized. Right. So even the people that are sitting at home hacking their lungs yeah. out, they're not counting yeah. them as cases. I mean, how how, how great would that have decreased the numbers? Well, that's what they're saying. It yeah. wouldn't even been pandemic levels no, if they would have. No, it would not have been. This is from their website. It says, as of May 1st, 2021, CDC transitioned from monitoring all reported vaccine breakthrough cases to focus on identifying and inv- investigating only hospitalized or fatal causes due to any case. This shift will help maximize the quality of data collected on cases of greatest clinical and public health importance. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's such bullshit. Because they're not even saying, like I was saying, um, even if you got it in your nose, but you don't yeah. develop any symptoms. They're not even saying that. They're yeah. saying, if you're not hospitalized, yeah. we're not counting it. Right. We're like not you said, so if somebody gets it and, and decides not to, you know, doesn't get to a serious case or doesn't go to the hospital or they don't die from it. Or actually, it could be a serious case, but they don't go to the hospital. Anyways, they wouldn't count it. Well, we had a coworker that went yeah. and tested positive. He just went home and sat on his yeah. ass, right? Like I mean, most people did. Yeah. Are they are they, they counting that? Po- it. So they're not even counting that positive no. test now, right? Says this um, previous case counts, which were last updated on April twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, are available for reference only and will not be updated moving forward. Damn. Says just like that, being asymptomatic or having only minor symptoms will no longer count as a COVID case, but only if you've been vaccinated. Only if you've been vaccinated. What kind of bullshit standard is that? Yeah. The CDC has put new policies in place which effectively create a tiered system of diagnosis, meaning from now on, unvaccinated people will find it much easier to be diagnosed with COVID-19 than vaccinated people. Of course. Of course. 
how is this science? Because they've been telling us for yeah. fucking a year now, follow the science, follow the science, yeah. follow the science. And then this comes out and completely the, blatantly and, and goes against the science. Problem. It, it's it's science with an agenda. Mm-hmm. It's science to show the results they want it to show. So they're skewing the numbers so that it sh- gives them the science they want so they can throw it in front of people and be like, see, this is why you should be vaccinated. Look, look, our cases are completely down, but we're not testing exactly. Yeah. We're not even keeping the testing between the two yeah. now the same. Yeah. I could see if they change the policy across the board, but no, they're just changing the policy right. to, for, to show that vaccine, vaccines are working. Yeah, right. Which you could vaccines could do not a goddamn thing right and the numbers would go down probably 80 yeah. percent yeah from that va- but going by and, these and standards. that's and that's exactly it i mean again the question is is it a true vaccine or is it just a placebo that's being right. given that's to what people? i was just about to say you'd be giving somebody a sugar pill yeah and then change the testing for those people and say look our numbers have decreased by 80 yeah. percent yeah, because of our vaccine. And, and why wouldn't you believe that? Because with everything that they've been showing for the last couple of weeks about them changing the the standard, about changing the testing, about them cooking the numbers on this, cooking the numbers on kids that we saw. Yeah, I mean, it's just like nonstop bullshit with this testing with COVID. Yeah, it's all been a political agenda, and they've been calling people like us conspiracy theorists yeah. or. We hate our grandmas, or yeah. we're anti-vaxxers. I want to. I don't even call myself an anti-vaxxer. No. I'm anti-using people as freaking guinea yeah. pigs, right? Because that's all this has been yeah. for political agenda. Yeah. And then cooking numbers. Yeah. I mean, I I I have no, I I can't even like process the the yeah. how people can still how people who are pro COVID vaccine can look at something like this and be like, oh, the CDC's right. Follow yeah, the CDC. Right, right, yeah. What, why wouldn't we follow the CDC? Well, because they fucking changed their yeah. line and intentionally. And again, I mean, in the last couple months, we've seen where they have cooked the books constantly, have admitted to it, had admit that they, they've um, been influenced by the teachers' unions, that they have been um, influenced for political theater. And I mean, it's just like nonstop. It's right. So... Finish this up. There's a couple more things here that I wanted to look at. It says, consider this. This is an example. It says, person A has not been vaccinated. They test positive for COVID using the PCR test at 40 cycles, and despite having no sy- symptoms, they are officially a COVID case. Person B has been vaccinated. They test positive at 28 cycles and spend six weeks uh, bedridden with a high fever. Because they never went into a hospital and didn't die, they are not a COVID case. That's ridiculous. Even though they're, like, in bed for six weeks. Yeah. Person C, who is also vaccinated, did die. After weeks in the hospital with a high fever, respiratory problems, only their positive PCR test was 29 cycles. So they're officially not a COVID case either. What? If they test them with 28 and it shows... No positive. But 29. But 29 is positive. They have all the symptoms. They die of respiratory problems in the hospital. They're still not officially a COVID case. That's ridiculous. Right? <laughs> but follow the science, people. Follow yes. the science. says the CDC is demonstrating the beauty of having a disease that can appear or disappear depending on how you measure it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that says it all right there. It's yeah. just like, well, we can make it go away as quickly as we made mm-hmm. it blow up. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't a thing because we know people no, that yeah, had it yeah and we know people who well we've heard of people who died from mm-hmm. it 
But when, I mean, can you imagine if Donald Trump made this policy change? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He'd be, oh, why does he hate people? He doesn't care about anybody. He just cares just about the money. It's all a political agenda. Yeah. Why wouldn't we do yep. that? It, it's, it's insanity. It's asinine. And yeah. the more that comes out about it, the more we realize how bullshit everything yeah. was. Well, and, and what pisses me off is, so this last week, our governor in Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, she banned all uh, mask mandates, right? And I have my opinions about that. Okay, so she did that, and th- people have blown up. People are pissed off about it. And, I mean, I have some friends of mine, they have kids that have some pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. And that... They are they are pissed, right? They're like, so our kids are going to suffer now, yeah, because of this, and and they have to be careful whether they need to be or not. They have to be because the the percentage, the chance that their kids' lives are, are at stake, it, it's you can't roll the dice, mm-hmm. right? My kids are healthy. I'll roll the dice. I'm fine with that. But they can't risk that, yeah. And to to fear for their kids' lives, based on numbers that may or may not be real i mean how how do you play that right you know? let's talk about briefly about the governor yeah and her statement because she came out i think it was thursday or I friday think it was thursday and said effective immediately cities can no longer require masks schools can public schools can no longer require masks yeah. i mean that doesn't mean you can't go to school right. in them yeah but and Private businesses can still require them. Right. That's fine. You can't regulate a private. I mean, yeah. they try, but you're not supposed to be able right. to <laughs> regulate yeah. the private um, decisions. My problem with that is I just read a thing in Texas did the same thing. But Texas came out and said any city that regulates or that mandates mass will be fined up to fi- uh, up to $1,000. My issue with that is, like, we have a problem with the federal government – Stepping in and saying, right. the states will do this. And I still have the same problem with right. a state government saying, the city has to do this, has to follow this. Because yeah. what if it was the other way around, right. and the governor came out and said, your city will mandate masks? Yeah. We'd be like, we'd be fucking pissed off oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. And all these people, like, I mean, I was happy that my kids didn't have to wear masks to school. I was happy I could yeah. go to s- certain stores, dropped their signs immediately. No, oh, yeah. Certain, like... Um, the high V up here no longer has a sign. They don't even have their stickers on the floor for social right. distancing. They're just back to normal. Yeah, right. Um, but w- my happiness with the mask mandate being dropped doesn't mean that I agree with a governor yeah. stepping in and no, saying your city that. will your city government govern government cannot do this. Right. Because if it was the reverse, that's just set like we always talk about. Right. We're setting yeah. a precedent. Yeah. Because when when it's the reverse, if a uh, Democrat governor got elected. Let's say ours got a vote of no confidence and got pushed out, mm-hmm. or got recalled, got Newsom, and we got a Gavin Newsom in, and they said, "No, your states will mandate masks, or your cities will mandate masks." We'd be pitched. Absolutely. Well, you're stepping on our city government's right. rights. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. No, you're absolutely right. It is. So as much as I think the masks are bullshit, yeah, I'm not pro. Right. The state government mandating the cities. Cities should remain autonomous. Yes. And be able to make their own policies. Yes. I agree with that. So that's where I stand on that. But let's let's keep moving forward. We have quite a few things to talk about here. Um, Talking more about like retracting or reversing 
stances on this whole COVID virus. Let's talk about where it came from, Kay. because how many months did were we called racists for saying that this right. possibly was yeah. manufactured or, or even that it came from? You can't even really say that it came from China anymore. No, you know, because didn't they vote that you can't even say you can't say it's the China virus? Yes. Um, well, now there was evidence that came out about. I think we talked about how uh, Fauci's organization was working right. with um, the possibility of. Uh, transmitting certain COVID viruses mm. from animals to people. And, yeah. and we're just like, well, that doesn't sound shady at all. Well, suddenly, PolitiFact, which is kind of like, um, what's that fact checker site? Um, oh, what's that one? Uh, that Snopes? We, Snopes, yeah. yeah. PolitiFact um, fact checker is similar to Snopes. But they came out and quietly retracted facts, uh, fact checks about COVID-19 Wuhan lab theory. So... Without even saying, hey, guys, we're yeah. wrong, they just suddenly wow. changed it, hoping nobody would notice. Right, which in this day and age, everybody's going to notice. Yeah. <laughs> so this one says, um, PolitiFact quietly retracts fact check of code-19 Wuhan lab theory. Point Pointner Institute's PolitiFact retracted one of its September 2020 fact checks on virologists from Hong Kong who asserted the coronavirus was man-made in a Chinese lab. We talked about, I think it was that female that was like— yep. Yeah, come in and, yeah. and check us yeah, out. And we and were like, how long is she going to last? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Lee Meng Yang, Yan, a virologist and former University of Hong Kong postdoctoral fellow, I love when they call them Hello. fellows, said on Fox News that COVID-19 was created in a Wuhan lab and intentionally spread by the Chinese government to the people. The since-retracted fact check asserted, the claim is inaccurate and ridiculous. We rate its pants on fire. Wow, that sounds... <laughs> That's that's professional. Bad. That's that sounds bad. official. In, in kindergarten, kids that got that rating were shunned forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were rated pants on fire, yeah, and you, you didn't nobody believed anything you said <laughs> anymore. And I always like when the fact check things when it's like this is the statement, and our um, our determination is that it's false. Yeah, and then their reason they always give a reasoning, and I always love when it's just like this did not happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just basically like Donald Trump meme going, wrong. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's all it is. It's just like yeah. our rating for it. Wrong. <laughs> that's what they should post, just that meme or that gif yeah. of Donald Trump saying wrong, because that's all their evidence usually is. Right. says, if you want to know the exact motive, the exact idea, I think people have to come to ask the Communist Party why did they do it, because they are the ones who do it. We cannot always understand their evil thinking. You have to come to ask them. But what we see already proves they have done that. Done that. It harmed everyone in the world. This is Jan, the, the professor, the fellow. From, from the Hong Kong University. Yeah, the fellow from the uni university. PolitiFact claimed social media posts by users had mentioned Jan's comments and that the fact check was an effort to stop the spread of disinformation. An editor's note now puts fourth that Jan's theory is more widely disputed so it's not just wrong it's it's it's, it's disputed, disputed. And, and and although i would be on Jan's side the the problem and the bias of that is that she is a professor at a hong kong university mm -hmm. who is is in dispute with china yeah. and would love to make them look like the world's bad guys sure another like political move possibly right, right. And again, I don't know her politics. It could be way off. Yeah. It says, 
when this fact check was first published in September, PolitiFact sources included researchers who asserted that the SARS-CoV-2 virus could not have been manipulated. Well, you know that's not true because yeah. they were working for up to five years trying yeah. to manipulate it. That assertion is now more widely disputed. For that reason, we are removing this fact check from our database pending more thorough review. Now, after it's been around for 13, 14 yeah. months now, now you're like, you know what? We, we need to do more research We need to on look this. into this. Yeah. Don't you think you would research it first before you come out and say, wrong? Yeah, you would think so. I mean, that's what fact checking is. Right? It's not just taking yeah. whatever somebody said and saying no. Right. says the original fact check cited March... A March 2020 Nature Medicine statement claiming no evidence shows that coronavirus ma was manipulated in a lab environment. Of course, no evidence shows this because China wasn't allowing anybody right. in to yeah. research it. You wouldn't get any evidence. You can't say <laughs> that's like saying so somebody was murdered or allegedly, allegedly murdered. Right. And there's a dead body in this house. But nobody's letting anybody in the house to even see that there's a dead body right. there. Right. We just know something's going on in there and somebody's dead. You could be like, no, there's no evidence showing right. that this person was murdered because nobody's allowed in the house to look at it. No, no body, no crime. We've seen, we've seen no evidence of this, so we're going to say that's wrong. Right. Just because you haven't been allowed into the house doesn't mean there's not evidence yeah. that it was right. So maybe their statement should have been like, um, we haven't been allowed to investigate this yet, so we're just going to say yeah. we don't know. Right? Yeah. What's wrong with saying we don't and know? And that's the problem nowadays. You know, there's so many people that will BS their way through different things or claim different things. It's okay to say, you know what? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. We know. say it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like when we we, <laughs> we give our wide, ridiculous opinions, and then at the end of usually every episode, we're like. We don't know yeah. shit. Yeah, we're like, but 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 look it up for yourself, you know, yeah. because we we don't know. But <laughs> apparently, Politifact doesn't do that. Yeah. They don't they don't have the ability to say I don't know, or yeah. just don't even comment on it. Just say no comment. Right. I mean, it's yeah. that easy. People do it all the time. Yeah. And be like, yeah, you know what? You tell us. <laughs> <coughs> it says um, Nicholas Wade, a science reporter of the New York Times, wrote a piece in May calling out five virologist assessments. Wade said the statement is fully of absurdly it says Wade said the statement is full of absurdly large holes as well as grounded in nothing but two inconclu inconclusive speculations. He added that the statement convinced the world world press that SARS-2 could not have escaped from the lab. Wade's piece was published after several scientists put out a letter in the Journal of Science urging for a thorough investigation into COVID-19's origins. So basically after they made that statement, this guy come out and was like, this is all full of holes. We can't make a statement like this until we look into it, right? which is how sense. you come up with facts. Right. Um, it says after Jan's, Jan published a piece Monday referencing the fact that virologists determined there is evidence pointing to the lab accident theory and the natural theory whereby the virus was transmitted transmitted from animals to humans, PolitiFact moved to retract its fact check. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> We've been caught with our pants Get it down. Off. Get it off now! Yeah. <laughs> it's like how the CDC was caught red-handed changing their mm -hmm. rules. Um, this PolitiFact and all the people claiming that it's the Wuhan theory isn't real, yeah. they got caught with their pants down yeah. because there are still reporters out there that will oh. actually report. And, and again... The reason why they probably immediately moved to say that it was 
that it was false or not true is because it's the same thing Trump was saying. Mm-hmm. And they had to make Trump look bad. And New York Times had to make Trump look bad. And they didn't – if Trump was saying something, it had to be wrong. It had to be false. So it didn't even matter what Lund's, Young's Lynn's qualifications are. It, the fact that she was saying the same thing Trump was saying meant that they had to say it was false. Yes. I mean nothing that on Trump's side could possibly be the truth. Says while the website removed its fact check based on available information, which is funny because now they're like, well, based on the <laughs> information know. we have, we must remove it. Well, he didn't have the information before. Right. Yeah. Says a fact check on Representative Scott Perry, a Republican of Pennsylvania, is still available on the website. Perry claimed in October the coronavirus was constructed in a Wuhan based lab. Says the Daily Caller News Foundation contacted PolitiFact, who then affirmed. It is now more widely disputed that the coronavirus did not emerge from the lab. The fact checker nonetheless told the caller that they still consider the congressman's comments to be false. So they're still kind of sticking to it, but they're saying, well, it's disputed at this point. So yeah. they're not coming out saying it could be true. They're just saying, eh, that, that's kind of disputed, which it was disputed at the beginning. So, right. so what do you think of all this nonsense? I I think what I thought at the beginning that COVID is just a huge political football, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue to be that way for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's going to keep more holes are going to keep popping up in this whole thing, and and people are going to look back. There's going to be an up in history books twenty years from now. It'll be the pandemic that didn't really happen. Yeah, and be like how it's almost like how Orson Welles scared the shit out of people with Martians. Back in the day, and everybody was jumping out their windows. Interesting, because you know that. I mean, that's what it's come down to. People are listening to what they're being told without any real evidence, and they're jumping out windows. But that was that was a day, yeah, a day, and that's of how sad insanity. But that just shows, and this is an entire year of insanity, and that's because we moved from a radio show to a worldwide web. Yes, can you imagine if? The Orson Welles radio program played nonstop for 13, 14 months oh, straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There'd be no humanity left. Right. People would be, it would be post apocalyptic world. It'd be like Terminator. <laughs> People would be living in sewers and, and, and fighting over food. There'd probably be cannibal tribes out there if that was the case. I mean, <laughs> well, I taught, I've done looked into and done um, podcast episodes on other shows about Y2K and talked about mm-hmm. um, Alex Jones. Yeah. And Alex Jones during Y2K came out and said that um, Putin pushed the button, there's nuclear missiles heading here. People left their fucking cities oh, uh, and yeah. ran to the, like, sure. the hills, actually like moved to like bunkers all based on nothing. My stepdad, my stepdad moved to the mountains of Arkansas and built a a bunker. Mm. He had so many arms and 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 canned food in his his concrete bunker. I mean, he was prepared for the end of the world. It just makes you and wonder. Didn't invite if me, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> makes you wonder if like the Orson Welles thing was like a psyop to see how people would right. respond to yeah. something like that. And, and, and here we are, you know what? Um, Eighty years, ninety years, maybe almost a hundred years later, and now they're saying like. UFOs, UFOs, and people were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, I think the trust in official government statements is getting less and less. So, well, and how could it not? Yeah, people are seeing that, and they're like, really? 
Really? I mean, <laughs> we were already there. I mm-hmm. mean, there, there's people that, that are out there that the government says something, and they're just like, meh. But there are people that, you know, mask up, suit up, you right. know, lock themselves in their houses, you right. know? I mean... Yeah, have been doing it for a year now. Yeah. Haven't left their house literally, for a year. Literally. Literally have not left their house for a year. So... <laughs> A little more, this is just <laughs> ridiculous, a little more about the COVID stuff and the vaccines. Because everybody's doing their part now. Yeah, well, early on in the vaccination days, they were trying to bribe people with, like, free Krispy Kreme donuts for getting right. the vaccine. Certain states have lotteries. Yeah. Where, I think it was Ohio we talked about last week, that was offering for kids 18 yeah. and under, could be put in this lottery to win, like, four free years of college or yeah. two, I can't remember, yeah. or... Adults would be put in a lottery for like a million bucks. Yeah, or, or Super Bowl tickets. Or Super Bowl tickets. Well, this one is the most <laughs> unique, the most like original. Only in Vegas. This Las Vegas strip club is hosting a pop se- pop-up vaccine clinics, and participants receive a year-long incentive. I mean, what a better way to get p- convince people, right? I want to read. I haven't seen what the the incentive is. Do, they, I do they stick you while they're like giving you a lap dance? <laughs> Yeah, she's on you, and she's just, like, she grinding on you. and Pulls stick- out some alcohol and is rubbing your arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where I like it. Take so the needle out. I didn't read what the incentive was because I wanted to get our yes. reaction on, like, while we're recording. So it says cities and states across the country are offering various incentives, like I said, um, for Americans who get the COVID-19 vaccination. Some restaurants and fast food chains are offering incentives incentives i can't say that today like discounts or freebies for those who get vaccinated while states are hosting vaccine lotteries basically they just said everything i just said wow larry flint's hustler club a strip club with locations around the the world is that the same people that make hustler magazine there yeah okay yeah so one of the big strip clubs yeah launched a partnership with the southern nevada health district to encourage las vegas residents to receive the vaccination that's a partnership i never saw Uh, coming it's (laughs) The most unlikely partnership. Says, we decided to do it to partner up with the Southern Nevada Health District just because it was a fun idea. Let's <laughs> fuck around with people's health because it's a fun idea. Congratulations. Woo! That's a great idea. But the strip club is offering a different kind of incentive. Those who get inoculated at their pop-up vaccination sites will receive a platinum membership, a free bottle of alcohol, and dances from a vaccinated entertainer. <laughs> Holy shit. What's the platinum uh, membership (laughs) offer? (laughs) Let's see what it says. According to the company's website, a platinum VIP membership is good for one year and is valid at participating Hustler Club or Deja Vu affiliated locations around the world. So it's not just there in Vegas. You can travel around the world. Around the world. The membership also includes free admission for the card holder and five guests, twenty percent off a bar tab. So you're paying like twenty five bucks for a drink instead of thirty. Yes. And exclusive VIP party invitations. It says, um, I feel like it's getting people vaccinated that maybe we're on the fence and just push everything and get back to normal. See the light of day at the end of the tunnel, James told Action 13 News. Congratulations. You are going to be healthy now. Here's a lap dance from one of our specially vaccinated dancers. <laughs> Is she vaccinated against everything? I just want to know. I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully the clap. Says, that's precisely what happened to 70-year-old Michael Myers. What a name. Yeah, Is it the Michael Myers? 
You know, it may be. It may be. I mean, he's he would be about that age, 70, wouldn't he? No, not quite that old. You don't think so? No. Not Mike Myers. I'm talking Michael Myers. Oh, Michael Myers? Oh, oh no, Myers. yeah, he could be 70 for sure. Says, I was going to wait. I tell you that. Michael's explained to the Associated Press. Apparently, Myers changed his mind about getting the vaccination once his wife, Lisa Harper, said they could both get it at the Hustler Club. What a date night. <laughs> no doubt. Wow. We could go. What an open-minded 70-year-old yeah, wife. <laughs> get, get a couple's lap dance, get inoculated <laughs> together. I, I, I mean, let's not get crazy, but that's what I'm thinking. It's a game changer. <laughs> a lot of people that wouldn't ordinarily do it, um, a lot of guys, they said, they came here really? because it's Hustler, huh. <laughs> Harper told AP. Uh, to take away the dodginess of it, to make it Hustler, it's very clever. <laughs> is it? I mean, it is a great marketing It, it is. It thing, is. I it guess. puts together, you know, everything. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the cover charge is to get into a Hustler club, but I it, don't know. if 10, 20 bucks, I mean, it, that if you're uh, like a... Yeah. Somebody that wants to go there every night, that could save you a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. And you can bring five friends. Five friends, yes. You'd be the best friend of everyone. Do they all have to be vaccinated, though? All your Probably. friends? Probably. Says George Stokeland went with Myers and Harper to get his vaccination at the pop-up location. Nothing says vaccinations like a stripper pole. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that pops in my mind. I never thought I would say that in a sentence or read it in a sentence. Nothing says vaccinations like a stripper pole. Wow. This says, um, says this is just another way to access our population. Joanne Rupeeper, Rupeeper, the chief nurse at the Southern Nevada Health District, who monitored the Hustler Club pop-up clinic, told the Associated Press. It might attract some people who like the novelty of it. <laughs> I've never considered the novelty of getting vaccinated while getting a lap dance. No, I, I no. expect if I am at a strip club, there's more chance of getting viruses. I was going to say, better chance of getting stuck with a different kind of needle. <laughs> right. <laughs> As of Wednesday, the health district, which serves Clark County, Boulder City, Henderson, Las Vegas, Mesquite, and North Las Vegas, has given 1 million, 1.6 million doses of the vaccine. And of those, 758,000 people are considered fully vaccinated, with another 970,000 who have received their first dose. So how many? I want to know how many of those came from the strip club, though. What do you think? Novelty idea? Or is it just another like ploy to it's convince people? Ploy. It's another ploy. It's But nothing says vaccinations <laughs> like a stripper pole. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, in a way... He's right. No, absolutely. I mean, if you touch a stripper pole, you better go get your vaccination. Get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, I mean, it's unique. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm speechless. <laughs> so, do they go there, get their vaccination, and then continue to get like grind grinded on? Because that would go against the whole like, don't go out in public till you're fully vaccinated. Like that kind of contradicts itself, Pro doesn't it? I, yeah, I, my my thought is that their their whole thing is my is better to get vaccinated than to not. So mm -hmm. if you get vaccinated, you get grinded on. You throw a couple ones up on stage. I mean, <laughs> at least you got your vaccination, right? I don't know. Maybe and, it's genius. Maybe you know, it's, maybe it's a genius it, idea. This could be a whole new thing. Yes. I mean, let's think about what other kinds of. Of shots you can get while getting grinded on. Uh, I don't know. I know of 
a lot of shots you have to get after getting grinded on, but <laughs> I, right. I, I this never even <laughs> considered this. Maybe we're thinking wrong. Uh, I, I know. Guess. This is obviously four-dimensional. <laughs> why, why isn't this guy president? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Can you Speaking imagine of <laughs> the CEO of Hustler being president? I yeah. mean, wouldn't be that different than Donald Trump, I guess. No. So, no. so let's move forward. Let's move on. Um, we've got a couple more things to cover, and we are pushing our hour pretty soon. Um, we t- we've let's move completely out of the realm of the pandemic and, and strippers. Take a look at the <laughs> latest Joe Biden problems that we have because he has not been short of problems since he took president. No, like this gas shortage, mm-hmm. pipelines getting shut down, him shutting down gas pipelines as soon as yeah. he as soon as he stepped in office, he shut down our pipelines because yeah. it's but you know it's bad for the environment. Oh, right? exactly, exactly. I mean. What do you, what do you say during his campaign thing, where Trump was like, "You heard him. You heard oh, what he yeah. said." Yeah, no, he said he wanted to move totally away from oil. Oh, so you think somebody that was declares to want to move totally away from order or order oil would have yeah. no consideration in taking money from an oil company? You would think, especially one that pushed that um, Donald Trump was besties with Vladimir Putin. Right, I mean, yeah. that was another claim to fame of exactly. his. Exactly, yes. Yeah, he was He was going to be, whereas Trump was Russia's best friend, he was going to be Trump's, or uh, Russia's biggest enemy. However, that didn't stop him from taking money from lobbyists for Russia's pipeline. Of course. Russia's oil pipeline. Our pipeline, bad. Russia, bad. Russia, pipeline, good. Yes. Makes sense, right? Absolutely. Apparently... Lobbyist for foreign partners of Russia's Nord Stream Two. Um, that doesn't sound like an oil pipeline. It sounds more like a like a spaceship or something. Donated to the Biden campaign and a pro Biden super PAC, according to reports. I mean, this is this is Daily Wire, so it's very conservative. So obviously they're anti Biden. But yeah. if any of this holds any weight. This is bullshit because yeah. of his stance on oil, because he shut down our own pipelines mm-hmm. and said, we're moving away from oil, oil yeah. bad, electric good. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hypocrisy at it its is. best. So this says, a new report from the Center for Responsive Politics. There's so many centers. There are. They, they, need, to, they need to move away from centers. Yes. A nonpartisan and independent, oh, nonpartisan, my ass, <laughs> an independent firm that tracks money in U.S. politics alleged that a lobbyist for the foreign partners of Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline gave thousands of dollars to President Joe Biden's campaign and a pro Biden super PAC. The news comes after Axios reported this week that the Biden administration was going to waive sanctions on a company and its CEO that is building Russia's pipeline to Germany, hmm. waiving sanctions for them. But immediately canceling our own pipelines. Yeah. Yeah. Where is he getting money from? Where's this money? Do you uh, do you wonder if maybe um, his son fucking Hunter has? Oh, like, I guarantee it. You you had sent me an article about the. Yeah, it was everywhere in the world that Hunter had his hands in trying yeah. to arrange deals for them to talk to then Vice President Joe Biden. Yes. And and it was a lot of shady stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was beyond shady. I mean, we're talking like. Like Obama phones brokered deal with mm-hmm. this company. I mean, it was bad, and and I have no no problem at all believing that yes, Hunter brokered this deal. It says the Center for Responsive Politics reports McLarty Managing Partners Richard Burt 
The former U.S. ambassador to West Germany and a member of several influential Washington think tanks reported lobbying for a state or a slate of foreign companies that have partnered on the project on Russian sanctions issues and a national natural gas as an element of European energy security. Bert donated, so he was also a, a U.S. ambassador. US Under ambassador. who? What year does it say? It doesn't say, All but right, I'm I, 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 yeah, you probably under Obama. That's my thought. Bert donated two thousand dollars to Biden's twenty twenty campaign and ten thousand dollars to a pro Biden super PAC. So that's twelve thousand dollars. Is not a lot in the scheme of political donations, but still, it's money being spent right. on the Biden campaign when it goes against everything that Biden claims to be against. It says, uh, while he was a registered lobbyist for a foreign company's partnering with Nord Stream on the pipeline, Biden's campaign had not refunded Burt's money at the time of publication, more than six months after the donations were given, despite pledging to reject lobbyist donations. Interesting. Ronald Reagan. Oh, so way back when. Yes, Republican. Because firms working for proponents of the pipeline registered under the Lobbying Disclosure Act instead of Foreign Agents Registration Act, details of which government officials the lobbyists met with remain hidden from the public. So we have no information of the details of the lobbying. Hmm. And it says, White House Pre Press Secretary Jen Psaki claimed on Thursday that the Biden administration was not letting any country or other countries build the pipeline because it was already 95% completed. Hmm. Interesting. says, we've continued to convey the that we believe it's a bad, bad idea, a bad plan. That's a lot of bads. Mm. And we have also put in place and taken action over the last several days to make that clear, in large part because our view is that it's a Russian geopolitical project that threatens European energy s security and that, and that of Ukraine and in the East. And Eastern flank NATO allies and partners, Saki said. We have imposed sanctions on four Russian entities, four Russian vessels that engaged in sanctionable activities. We've also imposed sanctions on nine vessels belonging to the Russian government. This is the largest number of entities listed under this act to date. So they're asking her why they didn't put sanctions on this pipeline. She basically steered the conversation to the entities that they have put sanctions on. Okay. In yeah. true Jen Psaki fashion. It's like, right. well, if you look over here... Don't look there. Look over here. Yeah. We have been putting all these sanctions on them. So uh, apparently um, after his stint with Reagan, he was appointed as the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty Negotiator with Russia. Okay. So he's got a lot of Russian ties. And then after that, he was, um, uh, let's see, he went in the private sector and came out. And then he was John McCain's top national security advisor during his presidential campaigns. Interesting. He also helped found Diligence, which is a private intelligence company, um, which has all kinds of shadiness yeah, he sounds really around shady. the world and with Russia. He sounds really shady. Yeah, he's very shady. Says, however, so we talked about her sidestepping it and saying, yes. oh, we're putting all these sanctions on other Russian entities. Then she goes on, or Axios reports that the source... Sources have indicated that the way to stop the pipeline is to sanction the German and end users of the gas, which the Biden administration is not willing to do. So he, they're claiming that, well, we don't want to affect Germany in this. Right. So is that is that I wonder if that's one of the reasons why Trump um, kicked uh, 
or withdrew from NATO. Mm. Remember with uh, because Germany or what was <coughs> it? He told Germany they had to pay a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that's some of the sanctions he was putting on Germany. Like, look, if you're going to go through with this. That's possible. I so mean, it's 95% completed. So yeah. clearly it was under construction during Trump's days. Says Axios report came several days after a criminal criminal group allegedly located inside Russia launched a cyber attack on the colonial pipeline. I did not realize oh that there was Russian shit. ties. A pipeline that provides nearly half the East Coast fuel, leading to a shutdown of the pipeline. Here are some of the most notable responses to the Biden administration's most recent actions regarding the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. First, let's walk this back. Yes. Let's say, for example, somebody that Hunter Biden is connected to has some kind of financial ties to the Nord Stream pipeline. What does the price of that financial investment do when a third of our country's pipeline freezes? It probably shoots way up. Skyrockets. Well, I would imagine. So yeah. if I'm not saying he does, but yeah. if somebody connected with Biden has financial investments there, it yeah. would be a a big win for them if something on our side shut down. Yeah. I mean that that would be kind of like we've joked about this. This is something we'd actually do. That as a security company, if we were to like break into someone's house and leave our business card on their table. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you don't like break-ins here. Come yeah, to our give company. us a call. We'll help you out. <laughs> Says so. These are some of the responses from different government officials. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says President Biden shuts down American pipelines, yet he greenlights Russian pipelines. Meanwhile, drivers pay more at the pump for privilege of depending on foreign oil. This is what it looks like to put America last. <laughs> Ted Cruz, our favorite Republican, <laughs> says stunning. In defiance of U.S. law, Biden is actively helping Putin build his pipeline. Objectively speaking, the Biden administration is shaping up to be the most pro-Russian administration of modern era. You know, if you had a little Texas twang, you could almost pull off Cruz. I I need to work on that. So uh, Something tells me we're going to be hearing a lot from him in the next four years. Yeah, he's probably pushing to run again. I I I know he is. Rebecca Heinrichs. He needs to get a fucking haircut then and stop growing out his mullet. Um, Rebecca Heinrichs. I just wanted to read this one because she's a Hudson Institute senior fellow. I just... Wanted to say the word fellow again. <laughs> Says, how absolutely wild is it that Russians attacked a U.S. pipeline while gas prices were already high? And like two days after the U.S. company pays the relatively small ransom, Biden lifts sanctions on the Nord Stream 2. Yes. I mean, obviously, this is one-sided. This is yeah. just getting the Republican side of this. Right. But these are valid opinions. Yeah. And, and, and <coughs> the we've fact talked about perception being a, a good portion of politics. And well, th- this is the perception. Yes. And the fact that he's not putting sanctions on this pipeline, Russians supposedly hacked our pipeline at the same time that he's not putting these sanctions on. And it's coming to light that lobbyists for that pipeline gave money to the Biden administration, whether yeah. it's $12,000 or $12 million. It doesn't yeah. matter. If you're running on get away from mm-hmm. foreign oil, get away from natural gas. You shouldn't be accepting any of this money yeah, because it's going to come to light. Yeah, absolutely. People don't realize that this stuff comes out. Yeah, and especially with the Internet being what it is now. It it's like And the vultures, the vultures yeah. that we have it on political oh, sides. Yeah. Oh, you know, people, I mean, we try to stay down the middle. Mm-hmm. But there are people that are going, just like they nitpicked Trump for everything, they're going to p- nitpick Biden right. for everything. And they're going to they're gonna dig. They're going to find this stuff. Yes. 
Oh, let's let's move on though. We are Speaking about of out trolls. of time. What the heck? I thought I had a an actual article for this. I thought you did too. But it's just a video. Um, speaking of trolls, like you said, uh, the mayor of Chicago, this is completely, we're moving on completely. Mayor of Chicago. We're, at, we're out of Russia at this point. Yes. Still on trolls. Mayor of Chicago, the great person she is, Lori Lightfoot, has come up with this policy or something saying that she's only going to accept interviews from Reporters of color, not people of color, reporters of color. So ROCs. Um, let me find an article that actually, because uh, Tulsi Gabbard's pretty pissed off about this. And yeah. Tul- uh, Tulsi yeah. is. I, I love Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I'm thinking she is just setting herself up for political You know, I'm okay spot. with it. Yeah. <laughs> so she called out um, Mayor Lori Lightfoot to resign for being for her anti-whiteness. Um, this is from Fox News. So, again, I had CNN to get the other side, but yeah. it, it was just a video, and nobody wants to actually listen Especially to CNN, CNN talk. So this one is talking about Tulsi Gabbard's response, but it'll give the information about yeah. um, Lightfoot's policy here or changes here. It says, Former Democratic Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard accused Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot on Friday of harboring anti-white racism and called for her to step down over her remarks this week about the city's media landscape. What race is uh, Tulsi Gabbard? She's, uh, she's Hawaiian. Yeah, she's uh, Samoan, I think. Yes. says, in a tweet, Gabbard, uh, a one-time Democrat presidential candidate from Hawaii, also called on President Biden and other leaders to join her. Her tweet says, Mayor Lightfoot's blatant anti-white racism is abhorrent. I call on upon President Biden, Kamala Harris, and other leaders of our country of all races to join me in calling for Mayor Lightfoot's resignation. Our leaders must condemn all racism, including anti-white. Says Lightfoot, a Democrat who is the city's first black and openly gay mayor. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Um, has come under fire after announcing that she would only grant individual interviews for to journalists of color. So JOCs, not even <laughs> ROCs. Okay. She also I, I like ROC better. I do too. It sounds better, but it does. Um, she also criticized the city as media outlets for their overwhelming whiteness and maleness in a two-page letter on Wednesday. I am on board with them diversifying yeah. reporters, diversifying the workforce and Absolutely. doing whatever. But when you come out and say, I, I'm not going to take any questions from white, straight yeah. white males, that's just stupid. Yeah. In looking at the absence of diversity across the City Hall press corps and other newsrooms, sadly it does not appear that many of the media institutions in Chicago have caught on and truly have not embraced this moment, she wrote. I have been struck since my first day on the campaign trail back in 2018 by the overwhelming whiteness and maleness of Chicago media outlets, editorial boards, the political press corps, and yes, City Hall press corps specifically. The remarks came as she was celebrating her second anniversary as mayor. In a series of tweets on Wednesday, Lightfoot noted that the Chicago City Hall press corps is overwhelmingly white in a city where more than half of the city identifies as black, Latino, AAPI, or Native American. What's AAPI? I'm guessing like Asian, American, Asian. Oh, Pacific Islander. Pacific Islander. Yeah, there you go. Says this is, she says, this is exactly why I'm being intentional about prioritizing media requests from people of color reporters on the occasion of the two-year anniversary of my inauguration as mayor of this great city. And that's all it says. 
<laughs> so, thank you for ending on that note. <laughs> a little anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. So it says she's prioritizing media requests. Does that, I mean, does that specifically mean she's not going to take requests no, from white people? No, it doesn't. That's what everybody's coming out to say, yeah. but maybe she's not writing that so you can't turn around and right. saying it, but what, what is she actually doing, though? Right. Yeah. And I had seen stuff on Facebook about how, I think it was libertarian, like, reporters of color had <laughs> tried to ask her questions and she kind of sidestepped them too and they were like saying no that's not what she wants at all oh. she just wants like basically one-sided she wants reports her people yeah like, helping her yeah so not like her people but like but not that side yeah exactly um i i <laughs> it's stupid this whole thing is stupid yeah her coming out and saying this is stupid again i i agree with Diversification, absolutely. Like have representation for yes. the the majority of the people. If yeah. it's like fifty percent one color, like have representation for those people. Right. But you can't just come out and say, "Sorry, no request from white people." Yeah. You. <laughs> oh no, not you. You wait, get a little what? color? No, no. What race are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, you're good. Wait, wait, wait what's your mom? What's your mom? <laughs> <laughs> show me your, show me your DNA test. Yeah. Do we need to start carrying race cards so people can like see literal, what racial literal yeah, race right. cards? Are you playing your race card? <sighs> I don't know. This is just stupid. But the <laughs> Chicago Police Department's pissed off. They yeah. came out and um, basically said that they are. Um, they they basically voted no confidence for yeah unanimously unanimously two hundred two hundred cops voted unanimously. Of no confidence. And you know there's a lot of people of color, uh, which oh. I hate using that. I do, too. There's a lot of POC police officers. Yeah. Do you have that article? I don't have it pulled up here, just to oh. kind of see yeah. say exactly. I thought I had it pulled up, but I, I don't. Did too. Let's see here. I'm sorry. We will get our shit together. There we go. All right. I got it here. Come here. Come here. Come on. It's the slap in the face Chicago yeah. cop. That's vote. the one. Yeah. Okay. Chicago's rank-and-file police officers issued a vote of no confidence against Democratic Mayor Lori Lightfoot and her chosen head of the city, Police Force David Brown. The Chicago Fraternal Order, Order of Police, or FOP, FOP. FOP. FOP, the city's largest police union, voted Wednesday against Lightfoot, Brown, and Brown's first deputy, Eric Carter. The FOP said... <laughs> Vote was unanimous among the 150 to 200 officers who showed up to the meeting, according to the Chicago Tribune. The vote comes as FOP continues to hold out against Lightfoot's administration amid disagreements over the union's next collective bargaining agreement. The FOP has gone without a collective bargaining agreement for the last three years. FOP says that the no-confidence vote is symbolic with no official ramifications. Is a rebuke of recent orders by the administration curtailing officers' days off and increasing their shifts uh, from eight and a half hours to twelve oh, hours. Oh, so this has nothing to do with no. her statement. I thought this had to do with her statement uh, here. Lightfoot also canceled the Chicago Police Department's annual St. Jude Memorial March for fallen officers over COVID nineteen, according to the Tribune. It's a slap in the face to every member, especially the Gold Star families who have paid the ultimate uh, sacrifice and deserve that respect annually, period. No excuses, FOP President John Castanza, no, John Castarza said. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, the only connection this has with the other thing it's is just more people don't like her. Yeah, that she, yeah. I mean, but we knew that, I mean, Democratic mayors have been giving police officers the shaft mm -hmm. for the last year. 
And like like that article said, it doesn't mean anything. It's right. right. It's just symbolic. It's, it's not symbolic. like we don't like you. Is yeah. what it's saying. It, it's not like Star Wars where they're gonna kick out Chancellor Villorum and vote in Palpatine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not that kind of vote of no no confidence. It's just basically saying we don't like you. Right. And she won't get their support in the next election. Right. I'm sure. Exactly. Which she probably didn't have in the last election, yeah. anyways. So I don't know. This whole this whole thing is it's probably. A bigger made a bigger deal than it needs to be. Yeah, it's stupid that an elected official comes out and says things like that. Yeah, because that's not for any reason. That's not bringing any sort of right. unity no. at all. That's no. doing the exact opposite. Yeah, and that all that's going to do is piss off a lot of people. Yeah, because but yes, like I said, you need to have representation of a large people group, but that doesn't mean get rid of the representation right. of the other large right. people group. Well, and. It, as a leader, uh, an elected official, you are the leader of all people, yeah. not just a group of people. Right. Right? Yeah. Like like I said, give fair advantage. That's fine. Yeah. That's right. fine. But, uh, I mean, I guess call out the the organizations that are predominantly only specifically right. one color. I don't agree with, like— how everybody has to have a specific number of people of color or right. certain gender. It's based. It should be based solely on, like your, like how good you are. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. includes all races and all genders. Yeah. Like there should be no standard. Like, hey, you have to have this many white people, this many yeah. black people, this many now, Filipino people. I have no problem with the mayor being like, look, you Fox News. Um, you only reported half the story last time. You didn't give all the information. You made me yeah. So I'll take your question last. Yeah. Well, you know. Let's 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 hear somebody else here. Yeah. Exactly. You know? But to just come out and say, hey, I'm only going to take. Yeah. I'm not going to take questions from white people. That's. I mean, in the very least, you're you you know that making that statement, you're going to piss off. Oh yeah. Half of right. your, <laughs> the people that you're supposed to be working for. Yeah. So, it's dumb. This whole this whole week has been dumb. <laughs> Just dumb. <laughs> All this CDC stuff is irritating the shit out of me. Yeah. Predominantly the CDC stuff. Yeah. I am and glad Fauci. that states like us, like yes. Iowa, are opening up. Yeah. But this whole, like, it's coming to light so broadly, the amount of bullshit that's going on with yeah. <laughs> them just completely flipping on their stories or changing mm -hmm. their um, standards. Yeah. Like, but, but. It's they're doing the same thing with climate change, and nobody's going to learn the lesson. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, like we'll see testing for like I don't know, like air composition, right. like air quality, air quality, right. and then when they implement like solar panels, they'll change the testing results right. for the yeah. air quality. Well, we're not going to take a, this broad sample. Right. We're going to yeah. just take, you know, it, it'll be the same thing. Yeah, and people won't wake up and realize it's all fucking political. Yeah. Right. It's not science. They don't have their best, your best no. interest at heart. No. It's political. It's about control. to push an agenda to control you. Yes, to get you to give up whatever yeah. hopes and freedoms you have left. Yeah, and then turn around and say, "Well, you must." I mean, they can't force us at this point to get vaccinated, yeah. even though some politicians are calling for that. Right. Well, let's just let's right. make yeah. it mandatory. Let's force them. Yeah, but by manipulating the facts like this, they can make it. Yeah, and it's sad because, like, um, and, 
like my sister, we're we're going to Alabama to visit my dad and um, go on vacation here in the couple months. Uh-huh. My my sister d- won't come see us really because I'm not vaccinated. Yeah, and my my kids aren't vaccinated, and they're afraid. Their three year old son, they're holding out until he's vaccinated before mm-hmm. they actually start taking him out into public. Yeah. And even though the school does not require masks, they they want their three year old son to be vac- or masked mm-hmm. at preschool, and so it. But the whole thing is just ridiculous to me. It's like and it's all based on manufactured statistics yes. for a political agenda. Yes, yes. Like we have diminished our quality v- quality of life <laughs> immensely. Yeah. Because of political agenda. Yeah. Based on stupid facts, yes. like. Facts, yes. the same facts that um, Politifact <laughs> went and changed their yeah. standards of their facts. Yes, um, and, and we are living in two Americas now because of yeah, pushed numbers, yeah, cooked numbers. Yeah, and there, there's still people that are listening that are glomming on to what the CDC says, and they're like, "Oh, they said we can take our masks off now." It's just like, do you not realize what just happened? Yeah, they just. Completely did a 180 on you, and you still think that this is science, and and we yeah. should be trusting everything they said when they just did a fucking 180 on you. Yeah. How how can you look at this and yeah. be like, oh, they've been right the yeah. whole time? How can you say they're right in this, and then they change their mind, and you say they're right again? Yeah. How, how, how does that happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like saying this, well, um, the government says that rain comes from evaporated water. And we all buy that right, because yeah. science says so. But then they come out and said, no, rain actually comes from like waves, like propelling <laughs> water across the United States. And they're like, well, the yeah. government said it. Right. It's the yeah. science. It's yeah. just like we got to follow the science. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, well, science, science doesn't change. I'm sorry. It yeah. doesn't. Yes, I understand that what you understand about science changes. Yeah. But. What you understand about science doesn't change on a 180 dime. Yeah, and you can change the science you're getting by altering the conditions of the test, which is what the CDC is doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the shittiest part of it. And it's not like they're changing the results, like I said, across the board. They're only changing it for the people that they want the numbers to go down on. Yeah. The people that they want the numbers to stay the same or go up on, they're keeping those same bullshit standards. Yeah. We are well over our time. So we're gonna get out of here before we keep going on this because this is I we, mean, we can go on this yes, forever. It it pisses Literally. me off. It really pisses me off. So we're gonna get out of here. We do have our live stream episode tomorrow night, which I don't even know what we're talking about yet. So I'm not gonna tell you. You what know we're what? We about. didn't know last time, and and look what we ended up. Exactly. With. It was we the most important show ever. Exactly. So we're gonna get out of here. Um, make sure you check us out all over the social medias. Smash that like button. Smack it. Smack it. That's smack it hard. Smack it hard. Um, s- share, like, all that fun stuff. Check out our Patreon page if you want to get some bonus content, which I need to do some more bonus content. Um, check out patreon.com slash break the bell, and you can support us that way so we can keep doing bigger and better things. We can keep the lights on. I mean, we'll still do it in the dark if we have to, I guess. Um, Check that out. That's how we're primarily how we are supported. We don't have, like, a bunch of big sponsors. Um, We do have, like, Run Your Mouth Coffee just because we support them and they support what we're doing. That's why we make partnerships with people, companies we support. We don't make partnerships because 
We want to get a bunch of money. No. We want to support companies that believe the same things as us. Absolutely. So in return, they support us back. That's right. So we are going to get out of here. Check us out. Check us out all over the place. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow night for the live show. Yes. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Central Standard. Have a freaking fantastic rest of your week. Peace. Bye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.